episode 142 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and I'm here with the Nancy Drew to my Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> hey, wait, I'm in it. Adam. <laughs> and then we also have special guests this week. Back for a second round is Nikki and yes. Eric. Ooh, back at it again. <laughs> and this week we're not necessarily talking a little beer tasting, but Nikki can feel free to promote that. We're actually doing a different theme this week. We are focusing on a very hype brewery that is not as hype, perhaps, anymore. They kind of lost a little on the hype train. They got a little luster yes. off. <laughs> Whoops. But this week, we're talking 450 North, which is a brewery that I've been very excited to try. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. And Nikki and Eric have both ventured out that way multiple times. I'm yes. Assuming. Yeah. So you guys have been back and forth, and you also have your mules. So. Andy. Shout out to Andy. <laughs> we're going to take a look at the slushies this week, and we're going to specifically be looking at them, and we'll be talking a little bit about the controversy surrounding them in segment two. Yes. Number one, is it a controversy? Yeah. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, no, sure is. There was a problem. There were posts made. <laughs> oh, well, then. <laughs> there, there was PR <laughs> surrounding it, so yes, it was a controversy, but... Uh, we're going to start off the night with Eric introducing the first slushie from 450 North and take it away, Eric. The first beer this evening or whenever you're listening to this is 450 North Peach Ring Slushie XL Smoothie Style Berliner Weiss with Peaches. And specifically, it lists that there are 1,000 pounds of peaches, peach puree added to this. Uh, the can says 8% alcohol by volume, but we'll get into that. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before. There was no mention of hops or anything like that or IBUs. It's just that's not what this beer is for. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's probably some small amount of hops <laughs> in this. For, for legal purposes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would guess, but... You're not going to taste any of them. This is all just circus time. Yeah, this is nice. uh, just fruits and sour. That's that's what you're going to get. <laughs> yes. Hey, after last week, I know. Now it's your. Turn. I know. That's why I invited them back. You get to have an episode this Yay. time. I, I made you do three hardcore IPAs, and now you they were do. so delicious. By the way, we went out and bought Boss Tweed. This yeah. weekend. Yeah. Because yeah. of it. <laughs> oh, there you go. From the good people of Vintage Estates? They still Yes, had we it. did go nice. there. <laughs> you got to give them their plopper. Plopper pugs. Proper pugs. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Recognition. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, let's pour this one up and see what we think about it. Uh, all right. It's poured up. And more controversy. I'm pretty sure they put orange juice in the can. I'm pretty sure they put V8. <laughs> In the can. <laughs> that V8 fusion stuff? Yeah. Oh, that oh, stuff was yeah. so good. It, oh, it's very good. But it, that I think they're just canning that. <laughs> I mean, they, they buy it in bulk. It's probably cheaper. Right. <laughs> For those who can't see, it thickly coats the sides of the glass when you tilt it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's more than orange juice. This is, like, 
orange juice gravy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> orange juice gravy. Said, Wait, orange in, in a Julius? good way. <laughs> yeah. Orange Julius was like thicker orange juice smoothies. Right. So I guess that's like I was trying to read a little bit about this specific style because like Berliner Weisses normally are kind of clear mm-hmm. and not like this. They're not always fruited even. Right. This one, they just kind of take everything that they can and shove it in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so these are called smoothie style because they, they're specifically using puree. Mm-hmm. And do they use lactose as well? or I do not know. Okay. I, 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 that, I've seen that as a conflict is sometimes they use lactose, sometimes they don't. I didn't know 450 specific, used it. I have not seen that yeah. in my research, but I, you know, that might be a quote unquote secret. Yeah. But I, I, I think specifically smoothie style Berliner Weisses are aged on puree mm-hmm. rather than whole fruits. Yeah. And that's why we Works have way in. Yeah. That's why we have <laughs> the slurry that yeah. hangs on the side of the glass. <laughs> but, uh, it smells really good, though. I'll tell yeah. you that much. Yes. Yeah. It smells like beaches. It, mm-hmm. I'll tell you the one like I'm thinking back. We had an Omnipolo. On the show that was a peach, I think it was a. Per- is that the? Um, I, all I can think of is bad brains, but I know that's not it. No, no, it, it was. Uh, I think it was like Show Tao or something because it was like the name of the Chinese peach or whatever. Hmm. But it, it like didn't smell like peaches. It didn't taste like peaches. <laughs> it was a big letdown. Right. This one so far is not a letdown. Right. It mm-hmm. smells heavily of peaches. Yes. <laughs> and and it smells like fresh peaches, not peach flavoring right yes. yeah, yeah yeah and yeah, there is yeah. a big difference with that yeah even, even though it's called peach rings it doesn't smell like a peach ring right it smells like peach pie or peach cobbler but that doesn't sell right. Peach rings <laughs> on the other hand so i jumped ahead and i tasted it mm. i had to get ahead of the game Ooh. It, it smelled too good it, it tastes really good too it tastes really, really it tastes good. really really good <laughs> i could see where somebody would enjoy this beer yes it's uh that's a damn fine beer. I can see why it's... I now understand the hype surrounding mm-hmm. Instagram. I now understand why there's mules running back and forth. Yes, liquor mules. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is, that's really, really good, and that's really smooth drinking, and it's not overly tart for me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But it still has that level of tartness for somebody that's looking for that. Right, yeah. You know, it has enough to draw you in that yeah, direction, is, but not enough to push other people away. Yeah, this is enough for me. Mm-hmm. No more tart after that. <laughs> like, this is the perfect level tart for me. You found your happy spot. Yeah. Nice. Now, I understand that with this one, there's a bit of a garnish we're supposed to put on with this as well. A peach ring. I did bring peach rings. Is there any you. way we're supposed to consume it? Just, I don't know, like a follow-up or a chaser or <laughs> we're supposed to dip it? I think Do I brought them. you put the candy in first and then sip <laughs> yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, Oreo style. I think I mainly brought them to just compare. They're calling it peach rings. Does oh, okay. it compare to peach rings? I think it's better. Going back to that artificial flavoring, the peach rings are artificial. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. But this peach beer brings more fresh peach to the table. Yeah. So it's really nice. So uh, it's something like a thousand pounds or something? Yeah, it says a thousand pounds on untapped okay. at least. Well, I guess that's I, how much you need to get peach flavoring into a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many gallons yeah. to every thousand pounds that is. I'm not sure. I do know that the uh, 450 North does not have a large facility. They're not that big. 
We'll get into that in segment two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tease, tease. <laughs> I I like how this has like a an extra sour taste to it that just a peach doesn't have, mm-hmm. which, which you get from the Berliner Weiss sour style. It it really works well with fruits. Yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely lends itself, and you know, like I said, it's it's not too much for me. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, this is a, this is a beer that has wide appeal. Yeah, I think we've had. Uh, Berliner Weiss on this show in the past, I believe we. I don't know, did. man. We've drank so many beers on this show. I know it's it's now getting into a. Pro- <laughs> it's a pro- turning into a problem. Well, not like not, not like that, but <laughs> no, we don't need to go to AA. No, but it, yeah, we're definitely you know close to four hundred beers on the show. So yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, I swear to God, we had a McKellar. I think it's called a Hollow Berliner Weiss. Sure. I swore, yeah, I swear to God we did. It was on the episode that we had two all on as well. What I like to have proposed is have a super fan out there put together a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Sure. Of all <laughs> the beers that we've drank. Yes, please help. And all the rankings that we gave them. All the medals. Yes, please and thank you. But I'm remembering that beer being too sour is what I'm getting at. For you. Right. This beer, though, is very comparable to something we had not too long ago. I might be able to remember it then. Yeah. Uh, the, nor- uh, the North Country. Oh, the uh, that was it, the peach cobbler. Yeah, the peach cobbler that's from a, North Country. That's a fine ass beer. Yeah, that one was. Uh, it's get it's, it. It's very yeah. comparable to this. Uh, the one thing I'll say about that though is it is a lot more like peach soda mm-hmm. than yeah. It, it like it's it's very effervescent. Yeah, because I, I don't think that was a Berliner Weiss, but it was just a sour. I believe you are correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's very effervescent and like it just like bubbles up on your tongue. But that like it, it also had a lot of peach flavor in it as yeah. well. It, that, that was probably one of the best beers I've had in 2020 thus far. Ooh. Oh, nice! Yeah. I will it's a really good beer. Definitely keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not and to take anything away from 450 North here. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah. also, yeah, just keep an, keep an eye on North Country's sour program. I think it's it's stepping up. Yeah, they they got me with one, so I'm assuming they can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I think it's time for some uh, good old fashioned triple in. Yeah. Some news, some notes, some neat. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I got like three things. I got like one thing. Okay. You did I'll talk more work about than one. I did. <laughs> I'll talk about one thing then. <laughs> okay. So it's that time again, and it's time to vote in the USA Today Reader's Choice Poll. Okay. Yeah. It comes around every year. We've talked about it the past three years, I believe, because yes. there's always seems to be something Pittsburgh-related in the uh, in the poll. Are we able to keep that trend alive, Steve? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we're talking about Pittsburgh things again. Although there's only one thing in the polls this, this year. I believe last year you could vote on Best Beer Fest, which included Fresh Fest. Yes. And then I believe Cinderlands was they, part of the Best New Brewery. Correct. Yeah. Uh, poll. And then I think the year before that was Dancing Gnome. It was either Dancing Gnome or somebody else, but there there was another Pittsburgh mm-hmm. brewery. But this year, uh, it's just Fresh Fest. They're back in the Reader's Choice poll for Best Beer Fest. And as of this recording, they were first place. Okay. Now, a slight note, they are in a different location this year. Right. Still in Pittsburgh. Yeah, still in Pittsburgh, and they'll be in Allentown mm-hmm. um, on August 8th, but... And for uh, those that are not Pittsburgh natives, that is the Allentown neighborhood. Right. Not the city (laughs) of Allentown. Right. Total wrong end of the state. Yes. Don't get your tickets 
you know, your airline tickets to there. Right. That <laughs> would be bad. It won't go well. It won't go well. Allentown <laughs> is eh. uh, yeah. <laughs> not great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Fresh Fest is back up on the Reader's Poll. You can go on USA Today and you can vote for Fresh Fest as Best Beer Fest in America. And they're up against some notable things of like Great American Beer Fest. As usual. That's always mm-hmm. on the poll. That's probably hard to beat. Actually, not really. No? No, Great American Beer Fest is like seventh oh, on the, the poll. The name makes it sound very great. I know. <laughs> I, and American. <laughs> I think it's just because like everybody knows it and it, maybe it's played out. People are just like, yeah, I don't want to vote for the, the biggest one or trying whatever. Trying to find the new best thing. Right, yeah. yeah. People are trying to find the new best thing. I believe, and I could be wrong about this, but I believe last year it was a, it was a female-only beer fest. Okay. That one and Fresh Fest came in in third. Mm. I can be wrong about that, but <laughs> we'll, this, we'll get the year, research intern yeah, on that one. Yeah, this this year we're driving to see if we can push Fresh Fest as number one. I think that's possible, and like I said, they're already in first place. So I more want to talk about something else that I noticed. Sure. And this you might you know have a thought about this or two, Adam, because <laughs> apparently the All Star Beer Fest. Is on this reader poll. It doesn't deserve to be on there. No. And what is that? So go ahead and give your experience. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, this was two years ago. Uh, the All-Star Beer Fest was the beer fest that they had at PNC Park. Oh. See, Ooh, that reaction right I there. I heard about that. that. Yeah. That I've heard. It was not great. And what made things even worse was it was the same day as Fresh Fest. So I had to make a choice. And I chose poorly. Poorly, <laughs> very poorly, uh, but it was. It had a very corporate feel to it. Uh, there was very poor flow. Uh, beer was running out. All the volunteers didn't know what they were doing. Uh, there were long lines. There was beer running out. It was just, just a disaster. I, I will not go back to that beer fest again. I know that they sent out a whole bunch of polls saying, "Okay, we screwed up a lot. What do we need to do to change it?" Etc. 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 Eh, sorry, you lost me as a customer. Uh, I had friends and associates that uh, basically said, this wasn't good enough, I'm getting my money back. And they did. Yeah. And from all accounts, I heard that it was improved last year, Mm -hmm. but it's still a very corporate event, and that's how they're gaming the polls on the USA Today reader poll, because it occurs in multiple cities. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah! So they're taking advantage of the all the populations they hit mm-hmm. that they can vote for because so it's, it's since it's such a large beer fest, you can get that many people involved. And if they mm-hmm. only go to one or two beer fests, oh, I heard of that one. That was a good one. Right. Boom. Mm. Yeah. So it, it's gaming the system because all the other beer fests on the list only occurred in one city, in one location, mm-hmm. in one time. Yeah, that's just not fair to Pastry Town out of Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I, uh, hopefully, uh, cooler heads will prevail. Well, yeah, I'm hope I'm hoping because you know, uh, right now All Star is in third place. We can change that. Well, yeah, we well we can change it or we can maintain it just by continuing to vote for Fresh Fest. So agreed. Yeah, stop the ballot box. <laughs> right, vote early, vote often, <laughs> and you can vote all the way until March seventeenth. And that's when... St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Oh, very nice. Yes, and that's when the reader's poll closes. Very nice. And uh, speaking of polls and and surveys, Paste Magazine, uh, 
they always have different uh, reviews, different blind taste testing of beers. Brew Gentlemen got a lot of notoriety for their IPA, for their blind taste testing. They were number one out of 168. What was that, like a year or so ago, something like that. Uh, well, they have come back around, and they are now doing dark lagers, and we had two area breweries make the list. Would you like to know which ones they were? Yes, please. Okay. Sure. Uh, they tested 68 dark lagers, and in number 13, coming back on the list, Brew Gentlemen out of beautiful Braddock, Pennsylvania, the hometown of our lieutenant governor, John Fetterman. Uh, the BG Dunkel came in at 13th place out of 68. In number six, Cinderlands. Ooh. No, it's pronounced Oonts. Oh. That was the name of their beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they came in with a Rye Dunkel that was in sixth place. Uh, another kind of local, not really, was Acronym Brewing. They're out of Akron, Ohio. I get it. I have no idea. Yeah, acronym. It's spelled that way. Uh, they came in at fifth with a Schwartzbeer. Mm. I'm going to include them on the list. They're an hour and a half away. Okay. I'm bringing them in. Uh, so, yeah, a little tip of the hat to them. Uh, a black hat to them, as a matter of fact. Uh, and number one came out of Duluth, Georgia. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of the top five Duluths. Absolutely. <laughs> They've been climbing that ladder. Uh, they came in with, uh, it was Goodwood Brewing with their, Steve, you'll like this name, Scorch the Earth. Neat. See? He liked it. Mm. Neat. <laughs> so uh, out of 68, Pittsburgh had uh, two in the top 15, and Akron had one in the top five. So congrats to them. We can do better. Every time I see one of those Pace Magazine blind taste tests, it makes me want to do the exact same thing with my friends. Yes. Right. Like, <laughs> everyone bring a different beer from the same category, cover them all in paper bags, and do the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. Explore what your favorite beer actually is. If only we had some sort of beer tasting event I know. that we could host <laughs> that at. Uh, I don't know. Can't Where we could find such a such an event. I don't know how easily I could brown bag a whole bunch of one style and hide it from everyone, but could you do growlers? Maybe. Or it would be neat to do a blind month of something. Yeah. One person knows what they are and pours them. Everyone mm -hmm. else is that would probably a be me. <laughs> we'll have to look into that. Yes. We'll see if we can make it happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or maybe we'll just find an angel investor and put on our own. Blind beer tasting because <laughs> oh, we've already we've already talked about it in the past uh, couple episodes ago about Massachusetts has a blind beer blind beer fest mm -hmm. coming up. We thought it was a cool idea. Yeah. So Elon Musk, after you're done listening to this episode, Mark Cuban, <laughs> Mark Cuban, he's a yeah. Pittsburgh boy. Exactly. Yeah. He's Pittsburgh and he's got the money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll throw in the Pittsburgh Pirates for free. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Before I move on to actual. Real next news. <laughs> Did anybody see the Onion headline? Oh, no. Of the PNC Bank threatens the move out of Pittsburgh until a better team is built. <laughs> Aww. I just thought that was funny. Nice. Good old Onion articles. So next story is sort of local, and people will be upset about it because I'm sure there's a lot of Luke Bryan fans in the Pittsburgh audience, 
that we have. Or are they Luke Bryan fans or are they drinking in a parking lot fans? Yes. <laughs> Love parking lots. That, that Venn diagram's got a yeah. wide spot in the middle there. Yeah. Everybody's in there. It's a big fat <laughs> Venn diagram there. Um, yeah, so Luke Bryan is putting out his own beer. <sighs> yeah. And to go along with his 2020 tour. But it's not going to be available in Pennsylvania, so... Ah. <laughs> is it a light lager or pilsner? It is a golden lager. Oh, cool. <laughs> good guess, Eric. <laughs> Eric, would you like to go double points and guess which company it's being brewed with? Uh, it, uh, Miller? I don't know. Constellation Brands. So mm-hmm. It's a big one. Yeah, that's, a big one. That's like Corona? Is that uh, Constellation? Constellation? No. No, because uh, no, AB InBev has Corona. I thought AB InBev had Corona outside the United States. Okay, but maybe. they had, but Constellation had Corona inside the United States. You might be right about that. While while research confirms, <laughs> uh, it's only going to be available in seven of the states that he's visiting, but he's going across the country, so that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But you can get it in Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, the North and South Carolinas, Florida. And I guess if you really, really wanted to drive for it, you can go to Virginia and bring some back for his concert that'll be at either Heinz Field or S&T Bank Music Park. I don't know or care. <laughs> Past. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you guys were country fans like that. This is, this is a news story for we, Sam. We are <laughs> super susceptible to FOMO. So mm-hmm. don't. That is true. If people are standing in line for it, I'll be there. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're in Virginia, I don't know how far you have to go into Virginia, but I mean, you're going to be close to like the answer or Aslan. You wind up standing in line there. Yeah. My (laughs) sisters are in Virginia. So if you're listening, because I know you listened last week, you'll have to mule me back some Luke (laughs) Bryan beer. I don't think anybody has ever said that sentence before. (laughs) Well, no, of course not. It's coming out this year. (laughs) Luke Bryan hasn't had a beer before, (laughs) but now he has his two-lane golden lager. That's the name of it, the two-lane? Yeah, two-lane. You know, traveling up and down the highways of America. Oh, I thought he was just a fan of the green wave. No, not two-lane with the (laughs) T-U-L. No. And uh, I just got back from the research department, also known as Wikipedia. Constellation is involved with Corona. They also oh, okay. have Modella, Especial, Negra Modella, Pacifico, and Funky Buddha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Svetka Vodka, if that's your thing. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it is. <laughs> but yeah, you can look. You can be on the lookout for that as long as you're not in PA or Ohio. Or New York. Or New York. Wherever else Luke Bryan's headed <laughs> this, this year. Really, if you're outside the SEC, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Final thing I wanted to bring up. Sure. It's not really news but it's worth talking about because it's so stupid. (laughs) Okay. BrewDog put up a social media post in which they were encouraging all their equity quote-unquote punks, and I'll never say it without the quotes now, (laughs) (laughs) to go into grocery stores and distributors and make sure that their product is being displayed properly. And they're encouraging their quote-unquote punks... (laughs) (laughs) to rearrange shelves to display product properly. Like right side up? Yeah. Or like bottom shelf versus top shelf? Uh, No, they just want to right side up everything. I assume, you know, if you have the space to find, you can move the shelves or whatever. 
but yeah, the it was very not punk <laughs> to ask people to do grocery store work. That is a very Billy Mitchell move. Yeah. I kind of want to go out now and turn them all upside down. Yeah. They, uh, Anarchy. That's right. That's uh, I may have encouraged that on Twitter already. <laughs> the other thing they are encouraging to do, which is really, really not punk, is they wanted to get reports of the grocery stores and supermarkets and everywhere that they like weren't being displayed properly. They wanted people to call in and snitch essentially. Tattle punks. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. They they wanted it they wanted it as oh research to find out how often it's happening. But no, you just want snitches. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, yeah. No one can see how bad my eyes are rolling right yeah. now. <laughs> it was a real furrowed brow of just like, ew. For, for the last five minutes. Yeah. I, I feel like every time we have a story about BrewDog, it's just like, ugh. They just keep <laughs> cashing in a lot of their goodwill and cachet. Yeah. I was just Cringy. Like, yeah. I was just like, uh, we want to be douchebags again. And it's like, <laughs> uh, like, and they're opening up a new celebrity and like, do we want that element now? Do we want that element? <laughs> yeah. Do we want fucking dorks hanging out in our city? No. <laughs> Turning boxes of beer yeah. right side up. Exactly. Bunch of weirdos. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to see some equity punks fiddling with stuff in Iggle. <laughs> <laughs> equity punks. Quote unquote. Yeah. Quote unquote punks. I mean, we could just sort of ban them from the show for a little bit. I'm not banning them from the show. I still like their beer. They they haven't made like bad beer for me. It's mm, just they made that one. Uh, oh, that doesn't that count. Ass. That's not beer. <laughs> all right. All right. As that long as you're willing to say that. Yeah, that doesn't count. That's not beer. It's less than 4%. Yeah. That doesn't count for you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I am nothing but if not not hypocritical. I'm still very much within my <laughs> rules that I've set out. <laughs> but uh yeah, that uh, it's I don't know. It's just so disappointing to see to see something so corporate and nerdy from from companies that are like trying to put forth a different, you know, I don't know. Ugh, I hate to use this phrase, but disruptor. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> that is the proper response. Yeah, that's just proper response. Just ew. <laughs> But I mean, that's what they're trying to be. Like, there's there's so many breweries out there that like try to be like, oh, we're punk, we're metal, we're this, we're that, and then they like get all corporate and dorky, and it's like, mm. shut up, nerds. Yeah, well, <laughs> they they're they can't really say they're selling out because they're a business first and foremost. Yeah, yeah, they're not selling out because I mean, they just are the business. Right. It's not like it's not like AB InBev changed their policy around. Mm-hmm. It's just they are that way, yeah. and that's what's more disappointing. <laughs> Like, go fix our boxes for us, man. Like, it'll be cool. <laughs> you can be cool like us. How how bad could the boxes have been that they need to crowdsource, like, nanny stating their box shelf location? Who knows? I mean, they're just, they're. it's just an encouragement for, like, I don't know. They think maybe it'll sell better or something by doing it that way. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never gone to a shelf with beer on it and said, well, I was going to buy that beer, <laughs> but it's like 30 degrees off of center. Yeah. And it's a bit askew. Nah. Labels weren't out. So yeah. Sorry. I'm out. Yeah. I'm just going to go drink Corona instead. Yeah. I don't know. It's just dorkiness. And I, 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 I just wanted to bring it up. I'm not mad. 
I'm just disappointed. Yeah. I, I wanted to bring it up to like, you know, the three people that listen to this show that aren't on Twitter. So. <laughs> <laughs> See how they felt about That's it. Me. <laughs> okay. The two people who aren't at the table. <laughs> yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard no on that. Hard no. Do better. Don't be dorks. <laughs> on the yes train, though. Yeah. This, uh, this peach ring, the slushy XL from 450 North. Yes. Good Taste- beer. Taste-wise, yes. <laughs> oh, I thought there was more to that. <laughs> well, I mean, there is. I mean, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, again, surrounding the controversy about the can says 8%. Yes. So this might also not fall into the beer category. I was going to say that when we were talking about less than four, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. No, well, hey, hey, I'm just saying it is good if it's not beer, and it's good if it is beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Schrodinger's situation for me. Because I have not observed what the alcohol content is of this. <laughs> I only know what it says. So, yeah. It, 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 it's good either way, though. Yeah. It, it's just a good drink. That's a, a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good, good drink. drink. <laughs> so what do you say we uh, take a break, clean out our glasses so we can actually see through them? Yes. Because <laughs> these are some dirty glasses right now. Yeah. And uh, we'll reload with another 450 Norse. And we'll talk about 450 North. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to episode 142. This is the 450 North episode. We didn't coordinate that one very well, did we? No. Well, I'm not going to wait that long. Yeah, who knows? If <laughs> episode 450. <laughs> Ugh. Who knows if we're going to... We'd have to start stepping up production schedule of yeah. recording two-a-days like Joe Rogan. It's, we're either going to be millionaires <laughs> or dead in a gutter by that point in time. That's Record two-a-day, right. so that's six beers a day. Right. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I just got to give up everything else that I'm working with. Adam's got to give up his job. Yep. But, you know, yeah, we'll, no get, there. we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Yeah. We'll get there quick enough to make 450 <laughs> North the 450th episode. We can always come back. We can revisit. Okay. We'll, we'll do that. All right. We'll go there for 450. Okay. That's what we'll do. So put it on the calendar. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go ahead, however many years. <laughs> put it on the calendar. And we'll you know, set that up. It'll give, uh, it'll give us enough time to set it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll start saving our nickels. Yeah. Door, dear 450 North. <laughs> In 2022. <laughs> Did we just start the harassment campaign now? Yeah. <laughs> just start sending them DMs every day. Boy, that's obnoxious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's obnoxious and I'm behind it. So, yes. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, though, we have our second slushy beer from 450 North. This one is the Jungle Juice. Again, smoothie-style Berliner Weiss. And the can says it's 8% alcohol. Can says. Uh, it does have passion fruit, coconut, mango, kiwi, and pineapple. I all like all jungle fruits. I like all of those things. Me too. It sounds delicious. <laughs> it does sound delicious. It does sound delicious. So let's open it up and then we'll talk about it as we drink it. Okay. They screwed up again. How's that? Because they went back to the V8 factory. I know. It's juice again. <laughs> yeah. It smells so good. It does smell so really good. good. 
Yeah, it's it, yeah that it is really really fruity, really really <laughs> yeah. really fruity. Yeah. Yes, lots of passion fruit. Passion fruit is my favorite, and it comes through right away. Yeah, color wise, it is. I, I mean, it's just it looks like orange pineapple juice. Yes, mm-hmm. like if you if yeah. you've gotten Dole pineapple juice, it looks like that. I was gonna say the same exact. Yeah, thing. yeah one of those doles that it's yeah like three or four different fruits right. together. <laughs> yes, yeah. a dole That's blend. Exactly what this. <laughs> is. Which, to be fair, it might be. <laughs> you could, yeah, that very well could be. It's part of the smoothie, I guess. <laughs> it does. Uh, it also maintains that thing we were talking about last segment, where it just clings to the glass just clings to it yes <laughs> and slides down it, mine's not even sliding it just clings and <laughs> it stays there like i, I don't want to say it's slimy or greasy because it's not it's just it's just sticky <laughs> yes it's sticky ooh, ooh. all right let's let's get in on this mm. yep mm-hmm. yes please wow. mm-hmm. that's three yeah okay I'm there. And a half. Yeah. No, it's good. It's it's fine. It, it's I, definitely more sour it is. than the peach. It's a little more sour and then I think just the the all the combination of flavors, I'm losing some of them. You think it's all kind of getting muddled together into kind of some sort of sort of tropical cocktail? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean it, it definitely lives up the jungle juice. I guess I was just looking for coconut because I like coconut. I I was looking yeah. for coconut yeah. and I was so excited about the passion fruit, which I said is my favorite, that I forgot that I wanted the coconut and mm-hmm. it's not there. Yeah, it's not really there. But you get a lot of passion fruit and a lot of pineapple. Yes. So yeah. that's fine. And it does have a good bit of sourness to it. If you're looking for a more sour beer or tart beer, mm-hmm. I know I, I definitely got a little bit of the jaw tingle. That's kind of my line. Of whether or not a beer is sour or not, if I get the jaw tingle, I'm in. I don't. I didn't quite get it, but I, I, it's still not too too sour for me. Mm-mm. Still drinkable for me. So I, I find it quite delightful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoy. Well, agreed. So it's a good drink. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, why do you say that, Steve? <laughs> well, we're going to get into it this segment finally. Uh, there has been a bit of a controversy, and one of the reasons why we're talking about 450 North, and the controversy is that the cans and the alcohol might not be what it is. Yes, but uh, let's step a little bit further back yeah. uh, and talk about 450 North uh, as a whole, and more importantly, where the devil is 450 North Brewery? 450 North is based out of beautiful Columbus, Indiana. Columbus, Indiana is about 40 miles outside of Indianapolis for those that are not in the know. Uh, and I did a little bit of research, and Columbus actually has a hell of a lot of history. I was very surprised for a town that only has like 50,000 people. I've been there, and I didn't know they have yeah. history. It, it's a beautiful town. It is. Great architecture. And we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, but uh, some first, uh, some people that have come from Columbus, Indiana. Uh, did you know that Mike Pence is from Columbus, Indiana? What? No. Yeah. <laughs> our uh, our current vice president is from Columbus, Indiana. He was born there back in the 60s. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, other uh, other famous folks from there, Chuck Taylor of Chuck Taylor fame. Oh, hell yeah. I got a pair of Chuck Taylors. See, everybody everybody <laughs> had a pair of Chuck Taylors at one Whoa, point in their life. I never had a pair of Chuck Taylors. What? No. Oh, get with the times. <laughs> Wait, Chuck Taylor the shoes or Chuck Taylor the wrestler? Chuck Taylor the shoes. Okay. Yeah, I checked. 
Okay, that's fine. I probably yeah. had the knockoff. There was probably a knockoff. Did you get like the PF Flyers? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I didn't know that Chuck Taylors were named after a person. They were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is actually inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame for his importance in the game of basketball because of his high top shoes. Oh. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for this episode, I never would have known that. <laughs> I'd have assumed it was just a random corporate name as well. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was a person, but I didn't know he... Mm-hmm. Uh, He's a Hoosier. Yeah, I didn't know he was in the Basketball Hall of Fame for it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie Heineman of Mythbusters fame oh. was actually from Columbus, Indiana as well. Tony Stewart, the uh, NASCAR racer, Hall of Famer, if he isn't already, future Hall of Famer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's a two-time NASCAR champion. It, it, he's worthy of note. One time I saw him rip his steering wheel off and call it a bitch. So I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who hasn't done that? So <laughs> let's be honest here. That's all I know about him. Uh, and uh, on the corporate side, they are the world headquarters of Cummins International of Cummins Diesel Engines. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I, they deal with Cummins and Goins, do you? Yes. Yes, they do. Thank you for that, Steve. And the reason I bring up Cummins is uh, Eric had mentioned the architecture. Columbus, Indiana is actually world-renowned for their architecture. They actually have, I believe it is, seven buildings that are on the National Registry uh, as uh, historically significant buildings. Interesting. Yes, because what they would do is one of the former presidents of Cummins was a bit of an architectural, you know, aficionado. Okay. So what he would do is for a lot of the public buildings and churches and stuff like that, he would bring in world-renowned architects to design their buildings. And what happened was once that ball got rolling, other architects saw that and said they wanted in on this as well. So it kind of became a bit of a playground for a lot of architects because it's kind of a – it's – it's a town that nobody knows of. Nobody goes there. Mm-mm. So they could kind of play a little bit there. Mm. It was their sketch pad, so to speak. Okay. I've, I've never seen that many mid-century modern houses yeah. in oh, one yes. spot. Mm-hmm. Really cool places. Yep. So tiny, though. I just want to go back to all those people that came from there and all this history. I've been there, and Some... I thought the population was 450 people. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. And speaking of 450, 450 North, uh, they are actually, you were saying it's not as big as you thought, uh, Columbus, Indiana. 450 North is not as big as, you, as I thought. It's only a 10-barrel brewery. Hmm. That's it. I know they just renovated. Is that their new building? Uh, I, I will say that is based on the information on their website. Okay. So it, as this entire segment goes along, we'll kind of have to take their word for it a little bit. Well, and I, think they're, <laughs> I, I think they're actually moving. So I follow them. They are usually on a three-week release schedule, mm-hmm. and they have to bump to a four-week this month. Oh, I think okay. because they're moving their brewery operation. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, it makes sense that they would be moving and expanding. Don't quote me on that. But I know for a oh, fact no. they're doing a, a four-week rotation okay. this month. We're going to quote you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it has to do with the building they just built okay. and their canning processes, the brewing processes. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because if you don't know by now, 450 North is a bit of a hype beast. Number one, they, they're making really good drinks here. Yeah. Uh, but they are kind of a... They're a, a Graham darling. <laughs> a Graham darling? Yeah, that's what I'll call them. 
I don't know what that means. Instagram, yo. Uh, do it for the gram. See, you're not even on Instagram. I don't know if you've even looked at it once. but I, I've heard of it. It's a thing. Thank you for Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> Eric had bird noises. <laughs> What's that, that song? It's like, I do it for the gram. Uh, Bitches love the gram. You know what? You're doing it correctly, I think. <laughs> that's, that's a song, right? Do it again, please. <laughs> Closer to the mic. Let's hear it. Yeah. The show is not moving on until you do it again. <laughs> We're at full stop right now. Okay. <laughs> This is gonna get uh, copyright uh, claims. <laughs> no, no, it was no. These are our very good. These are our original bird noises. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, what the hell was I saying? <laughs> I was talking about no idea. Oh yeah, no, they're 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 big on the Instagram because like their distro is so small. Yes, but they put out these hype drinks that everybody wants to ha- mm-hmm. uh, get their hands on. So it's a very similar to Treehouse and Drillium. Yeah. You got to go get them. Yeah, you oh, got to yeah. go get them. We've been to releases and we've made mistakes where I thought waking up, I was very clever. I thought waking up at 4.50 a.m. <laughs> being there by 5.15 a.m. was fine for an 11 a.m. release. We were last in line. Oh, shit. The whole <laughs> cow. All day we were last in line. And I think we, we were 270 in line. I think that that particular release, we were 270 in line. And uh, yeah, people were sleeping there. So there's a lot of campouts. Tons yeah. of campouts. Huge share table. Mm. It, it's not a bad thing to be there for a long time. Like it's, at least, yeah, it's, to- it's, at least it's tolerable. Right. Yeah. yeah, they they do it really well. They do a heated tent in the winter and they bring in a charity breakfast that's pay as ah, whatever hmm. you want. And I think it all goes to charity, whatever Alicart you want. Breco. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Band name called it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 450 North was not actually the first part of the booze producing family. Uh, no? They are actually an offshoot of a winery. Oh. Yes. And then in 2012, they decided we want to make millions of dollars and we're going to make Hype beast beers. Well, that makes sense as to why everything's so goddamn fruity. <laughs> if, it's coming, <laughs> if it's coming off a winery. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Although I don't think I've ever seen coconut wine. Yet. Yet. That sounds amazing, though. That really I does. I want coconut wine. Patent pending. <laughs> Patent pending. How does that not exist? There's coconut rum. There's coconut vodka. Hold on. Google will know. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure one of those Research department. Eerie, uh, wineries in Erie yeah. have tropical. Oh, yeah. They'll get in on that. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm pretty sure Boone's Farm. I don't know if I'm willing to use Boone's Farm as a barometer for wine, for anything besides alcoholism. Shut up. (laughs) Okay, so I looked up coconut wine, and there's a CNN article about a coconut wine that just killed 11 people in the Philippines. So, Oh, great. Everybody stay away from the coconut wine. The coconut wine's gone bad. I don't touch the brown coconut wine. He he owns all the coconut wine rights now, so (laughs) file your complaints. (laughs) No, 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 no. File your complaints down in the comments. Only in the contiguous United States. Coca Wine America. (laughs) LLC. Oh, uh, what the hell are we talking about? We're talking about 450 North coming from a winery. Yeah, they came the, from a winery. And the, they are also part of a, a family that is a winery, a brewery, and a cider house as well. Okay. I have not had either the wine or the cider, but I've heard good things. Sure. There you go. <laughs> yeah, sure. So they, I believe it. Yeah. 
the reason we're bringing uh, bringing this up is back in December of 2019, they had a bit of a controversy, and it all started with an Instagram post. Oh, the gram. That's where everybody says, what? No, I don't say what. I know what's... <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know I know what it is. We all know what the story is. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, we weren't playing along. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. What? Thank you. Uh, what? No. <laughs> Don't get him started on that. He won't stop. <laughs> what? See? Uh, and what happened was somebody had performed an independent test of the ABV on the, uh, the Slushy XL Elephant Ears. And I'm not sure what flavor that one is besides, I assume, delicious. Cinnamon and funnel cake. You would be wrong. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> it was fruits, but it had cinnamon in it. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's the one touch of elephant ears was the cinnamon. Cinnamon and strawberry is what I'll give it. There you go. I'd be in on that. That's what an elephant ear should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it isn't, it will be. Okay. Uh, and what happened was somebody somebody went and did some independent testing. I'm not entirely sure why. I don't know if they drank a whole bunch and said, well, I'm not even buzzed what the devil's going on here. I don't know what the catalyst was to get that started. But somebody did some independent testing and found out that the elephant ears, which had a listed ABV of 8%, only came out at 256 Bit of a miss. Yeah, that's a hard miss. <laughs> that is not good. No. So, do you know why they think that happened that way? Uh, well, on December 24th, uh, Christmas Eve, uh-huh. uh, 450 North did respond. They acknowledged the gap. Uh, they noticed critical flaws in their measuring uh, practices. And uh, what they basically came, came up with was uh, when they were taking their ABV readings, they weren't taking... The addition of all this schmutz, all of this slurry, <laughs> all this puree. Thousand pounds of peach puree yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, truckloads of just puree into the, uh, into the beer post-fermentation. They didn't take that into account, uh, which I don't understand how you thought that was a good idea. Yeah, that's interesting because uh, obviously what's happened is that they put a shitload of puree in. Mm-hmm. All the adjuncts got put in post-fermentation, right? and they didn't adjust. Well, and, and they didn't measure it properly because this just led to dilution. Mm-hmm. Now, in previous times, like, I know we've brewed beer, and we've done post, not necessarily fully post-fermentation, but we've added bin in the secondary, and it's restarted fermentation, yes. and it's boosted our alcohol numbers. Mm-hmm. Previous to what we thought they were going to be. Yep. And so this just happened the other way where it really was done fermenting and, yeah. the, and the yeast was done. And so it just became a straight dilution mm-hmm. of just adding orange juice to beer. And then that's how you get a beer mosa. Yes. Mm-hmm. 450 North is selling really high end beer mosas. <laughs> now, granted, quite delicious beer mosas. Yeah. You no, cannot I said, deny I said that. they're high end. They're, they're, yeah, they're, is that they're what delicious. A, a brass monkey is? Isn't that malt liquor and orange juice? Sure. <laughs> Where did you learn that? He's a man of many talents. I, I saw it on what the internet. What kind of crowd are you hanging uh, out with there? You can't put anything on the internet that's not true. <laughs> I've checked. I'll go on, with that. On that doesn't cans, sound though, wrong. You can put whatever you want on a can, I guess. Well. <laughs> uh, and as part of that, uh, that's actually a very nice lead-in. One of the things that 450 North said that they were going to do is they are simply going to remove the ABV from the cans mm-hmm. uh, as a near-term solution before they figure out what the heck is going on and get everything righted, and then they can 
go back to the uh, the label designer and put that ABV back on the can. So they're basically just saying, you know what? We don't know what it is either. So we're just going to roll the dice and see what it is. It is alcohol. Yes. It's still it's still over that 0.05%. Mm-hmm. So it's still alcohol. Yeah. So they still have to claim it. <laughs> you can't yes. pull a uh, Heineken double zero commercial right. where <laughs> you're drinking one and you get pulled over or you're sitting in a meeting and you crack one. It's, yeah. it's yeah. not quite that way. Yeah, still right. can't do that. <laughs> I, and what's interesting is one of the reasons uh, that they are able to do that is because, as we talked about earlier, the distribution of this beer does not cross state lines. So the state of Indiana doesn't necessarily uh, require that. Okay. So they're going to keep it that way. Uh, hey, yeah, that makes sense because, obviously, I'm pretty sure PA requires that and mm-hmm. I, I almost know for sure new york requires that because i'm thinking some other people got in trouble for that not uh like a year or two ago yeah other people got in trouble for that so yeah if that's cool with indiana it's cool with everybody else i guess right they are releasing the abvs though well like post in a sense so their last release was what last week so one of them was Cupid's arrow okay. and they actually tested two. So sun King's doing their testing and there's still not consistency. So one of the Cupid's arrow came back like 5.6 and another came back 6.1. So okay. they are, they're taking measures to share it with the mm-hmm. public and they're being transparent of, Hey, they're not even matching up right now, mm-hmm. but yes, they're not on the cans anymore. So I appreciate that you brought up uh, sun King brewery. Uh, this was some of the research that I found was that the Indiana Brewers Guild actually runs a subsidy program through Sun Kings to be able to do independent ABV testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, Sun Kings is able to to help out the smaller breweries. Yes, mm-hmm. it, 450 North is very well known, but in reality, they're still a very small brewery. Right. Uh, so there is a subsidy program available to them to kind of defray those costs. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can also say doing research for this episode, just looking at things online, uh, untapped, it appears they scrubbed all the ABVs off untapped as well. So, Interesting. Yeah. So if you're searching, eh, it's not there. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, you know what, if they're going to do that with the cans, that's not the worst idea in the world right. to do that on untapped as well. Right. Now, yeah. granted, that's nothing official. There's nothing legally binding there. Right. But still but. just don't get people's expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I also found out that this is not the first time they've been in uh, a little bit of hot water. Oh, nope. no. Nope. Uh, 2018. Yeah. They had splody cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, who doesn't have splody cans nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, fruited sours with uh, yeast still activated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to they're gonna have issues, so they had to put out a statement saying, hey, if you've got these beers, make sure you keep them refrigerated until you're ready to consume them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've seen that in, even in the local area we as have, well, though. We, like, won't, we won't mention any names unless Steve does. Dancing Gnome. There you go. Happened to, <laughs> <laughs> happened to Dancing Gnome. Sam got a couple of splody cans from Dancing Gnome. Mm-hmm. He, didn't know, he didn't know about it, left them in his basement, cellaring with all the other shit he cellars. <laughs> I can't really throw stones. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they blew up. But you know, it, 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 all, this, all this goofy fruit shit, is, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Same thing as with if you have a really fresh IPA, you yeah. got to drink that relatively quickly yeah. as well. Don't age that either, unless it's 120 minute. Well, yeah. That's it. I mean, that's a whole <laughs> other category. Yeah. That's a category unto itself. There's very few IPAs you should age. Mm-hmm. 
That's one of them. <laughs> so that's all the information that I had thus far. Yeah. Uh, they're they're working their way back. They're trying to regain the trust of the populace. Right on. They'll get it. These beers are good. Yeah, they're good. Uh, this uh, is not just... a, you know, the last nail in the coffin for 450 North. No. I, I, I assume not. I mean, just because, again... You know, as Nikki has already uh, voiced her uh, her FOMO. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A, a beer that you can only get in one state that doesn't distro, mm-hmm. but still has that social media hype presence. And, I mean, they're good. It's good. That's and, the thing. and really, the cost is the fruit. If I'm going to buy a 1,000 pounds of peach puree that's going to actually taste like peaches and not artificial peaches... That is a high cost. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when they're talking about the prices of the cans, I get, you know, some beer prices are high, but really they're talking about the materials. You're not paying for the ABV. You're mm-hmm. paying for the materials that went into it. So I can see why some people were upset. They paid this cost for now a low ABV beer, but again, you were paying for the materials. I have other fruited sours from other companies that are three percent and i've paid a higher cost for mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah I, I think it's just all a matter of like people thought they were getting an eight percent and right. they didn't and right. that's all mm-hmm. but yeah it, yeah it, again it's just a good drink though it is even yeah. if it's not you know five percent or four percent as i said off drink. the air we're getting our vitamin c during flu season yeah <laughs> no scurvy yeah no scurvy yeah. here <laughs> But and that that you're absolutely right, Nikki. That that was pretty much the what everybody was up in arms about was they thought they were getting a high ABV beer, they weren't, and they didn't fully understand the material side mm-hmm. of things. That's that's what people were all up in arms about. But bottom line, is it good? Yes. Is it going to hurt you? No. You'll be fine. Well, yeah, it's not going to hurt you because it didn't go the other <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, they rip it up to sixteen <laughs> percent. Yeah, perhaps had it went the other way. And it restarted fermentation and, you know, oh, geez. <laughs> you know boosted the ABV up to, you know, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. People thought they were getting eights. Yeah, that, you might get in trouble on that. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I guarantee you people would enjoy that a lot more. Hell yeah, they would. Like, oh, we got more bang for our buck. Nobody would be snitching and doing testing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to bet the testing might have came about because somebody was doing a big can share. And nobody got drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm still good to drive. It's like, Like, I just feel so hydrated. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Someone won the lottery and they decided I'm taking nothing but slushies to the next tailgate. And we're just just, like funneling these. Oh, Oh, gross. (laughs) 10,000 calories later, <laughs> everyone was still sober, I'm imagining. Everybody, everybody has sugar shock, but no, nobody's drunk. Tony, why? I want to party with you next time. <laughs> oh, God. Ew. I just had like this thought of like of shotgunning one of these beers. Mm. You know, if mine or Eric's power goes out, we got to drink all the slushies we have. So I'm going to have to shotgun them before they explode. Yeah. Or else there's going to be some sort of natural disaster. There's just fruit going down the street. So here's what I think you should do is just have a full afternoon of drinking these slushies and getting all sugar shocked Mm -hmm. and then follow it up with a six point resin. Okay. Just go from from full high to full low. (laughs) Kind of like going from the hot tub and then jumping into the snow. (laughs) Just sort of a a shock to the body. 
I want to see that happen. Okay. I, I would say just go like a bitter old fashioned. Yeah. Mm. Go from something that's just all fruits and sugar <laughs> and, you know, like sweetness to like something that's just bitter and booze. Yeah. <laughs> 450 also makes some really good IPAs, mm-hmm. which as far as I know, there's no controversy about the ABV. They make Probably some <laughs> some like triple dry that don't hop, taste triple, triple IPAs. IPAs. Really good. Really drinkable. Smooth. Yeah. Hmm. They what? also make dessert stouts, which Hmm. <laughs> some of the, some of them are really good. I had the brownies, a little too sweet for me, but I think their flapjacks, which was like a pancake maple, was really good. Hmm. We'll have to talk to your mule. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk off mic. <laughs> yes. So I, this is something that is people say it's a controversy. I've seen some things where people are going to to protest and boycott. Eh. Cool, you're the people. internet trolls are in full force. <laughs> I yeah. know that. I'll say internet and internet's never happy. <laughs> no, no. So the, I think the one thing that is important to think about, though, is that if it's happening with this company, is it happening with anybody else? Right. And so maybe you have to be aware because like the smoothie style Berliner Weiss is obviously gaining popularity because of 450 North. But if everybody's having this problem, then everybody needs to start testing their yeah. beer better, and they might not have the availability like the Sun Kings is providing. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I think even, like, the slushy coming out two different ABVs has to have other breweries thinking, mm-hmm. wow, this is a difference of half a percent. Right. And I'm saying mine is this percent. Do I need to start testing mm-hmm. more than one mm-hmm. at a time? And even... Each can, if you don't roll it enough, probably the first bit you would pour off would be higher ABV. And then right. the bottom is so thick, it's probably super low because it's just all puree at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you could get two totally different results from the same can without mixing it. Well, I believe the ATF allows you 0.3% on either side of your, of your posted ABV and still okay. be okay. So with that half a percent ABV, they're still okay, but they're getting out towards the outer limits mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. Hmm. All right, well, that's interesting. I, I I think you know we'll continue to see how this shakes out. Mm-hmm. Smoothies out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're funny? No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to this slushy that we have here, the Jungle Juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it still good? Yeah. Yes. Still a good drink. Still good. Yummy. Whether it's beer or not, it's still a good drink. Not uh, not as much coconut as everybody was expecting. No. If, if you don't like mm-hmm. coconut, that's good for you. If you do like coconut, it's still pretty damn good. Yeah, it's still it's still fine. Um, I did find it to be a little more sour the, the more I drank it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lots I, of passion fruit. Yeah. yeah. Don't necessarily think I could drink more than a can of this. No. I, the yeah. peach rings I could probably do too. This one, it seemed to get a little too sour for me. It's kind of how all the slushies are. I think they're a good share beer of everyone trying a little of each one. Mm-hmm. Because even I, I love the slushy series and I don't think I've ever sat down and had my own can. I don't think I could. I could see that. Yeah. I could see how the, you know, again, we're talking sugar shock. That yeah. <laughs> your teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> right. You definitely get that creep up on you if you're too <laughs> not careful. So we're going to come back. Segment three. And I have something devised. Oh, boy. 
Yes. All right, we'll be back. Hey, we're the girls from the Despair and Distress podcast. We sit around drinking, talking about things that creep us out. That is if we can get past our wildly inappropriate banter. We may not have our facts in order, but we sure have fun trying. So if you're interested in hearing about things you wish you hadn't, then maybe swing by iTunes, Podbean, etc. and give your earbuds a nice little tickle with our podcast. But be warned, if you came here for true facts, you're going to be out of luck. You can also find us on Twitter at beer underscore dis. Or the Twitter. Welcome back to segment three of episode 142 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're still doing these drinks by 450 North. And I'm going to let Adam introduce the third drink. Why, thank you very much, Steve. The third drink of this episode is the Berry Blaster. It's a smoothie-style Berliner Weiss made with over a 1,000 pounds of blackberry, boysenberry, blueberry, and strawberry. That sounds like a really good smoothie. Sounds very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. ABV? Don't know. Right. AB, IBU? Don't know. According to the can? According to the can, it is. Probably 8%. 8% exactly. Yeah. I believe all three of the cans said 8% on, the, on this episode. I, I have a feeling, again, this goes back to bad measures, mm-hmm. but if you're all working with the same Berliner Weiss style and, and, and base, yeah. if it's all the same base, obviously that base is always going to be 8%, mm-hmm. but depending on how much shit you cram into it at the end mm-hmm. is what dilutes it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say 8% plus or minus 8%. <laughs> plus or minus 6 is fine. All right, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's still alcohol. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you drink enough of it, you'll get drunk. Yes. And also possibly sugar shock. Right. Yes. It's a race. <laughs> what fails first, your pancreas or your liver? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But uh, let's open this bad boy up, the berry blaster. Let's try it. Okie doke. The can looks cool. It's hot Little. pink with super soakers shooting yes. berries out of them. And that is courtesy of Kodo Design. Oh, they are the ones that are responsible for the uh, the can art for they, 450 North. They do all of them. Apparently, yeah. That's Ooh. cool. Yes, and apparently, uh, one of the things that they always have as a best practice is to disclose the ABV on their cans. Ah, won't <laughs> 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 won't. They tried. <laughs> they did try. Uh, that was part of the uh, research I I did. So, oops. <laughs> oops, all berries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy cow. Yes, this one is completely different looking from the last one we had, or the first one we had. It is purple. It mm-hmm. looks like a big mashup of all the fruits. Yeah. <laughs> V8 Fusion again. Yeah, again, V8 Fusion, but this one's purple. Um, on the nose, it smells... Less. Yeah. It, it, it less. It's subtle. subtle Muting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For not, the last not two, a lot. you could smell just peach on the first one, passion fruit on the second. This one's just... Smells sour. Yeah. yeah. Also, not quite as thick on my pour. It's it's not coating as much yeah. as the last two. Mine, mine is. Oh, okay. I think you got the uh, the I, first pour. Yeah, I got yeah. The, yeah. the top of the can. You got the middle. And you got the bottom of the can. Well, don't worry. There's more in the bottom for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you really need that thickness up That's on right. the side, <laughs> you need that boost. Uh, yeah. Let's drink this. That's the first one. I think you can trick me. Uh, then it might actually kind of taste like a little bit like beer. Yeah. It, it, 
it's uh, it's still not completely intolerable when it comes to the sourness. <laughs> no. But this one I think is the most, maybe the most subtle sour for me at least. Mm-hmm. It it seems like it's more carbonated or the berries add like a tannin feel to your tongue when you drink it. It like it, it has that drying feeling yeah. to it, mm-hmm. even though it's still sweet. Yeah, we keep saying that it's a muted flavor and it's not as bold as the other ones. That's a bit of a a, a hard bar there. Yeah, it's just because the other ones <laughs> are so can, far yeah. ahead. Yeah. If we compare this to anything else, it's a fruit bomb. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But coming from that passion fruit, it seems so light now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like so if, chuggable. if you had a fruit, <laughs> fruit on the bottom yogurt and you mm. just eat all the plain yogurt off first and then take a big spoonful mm. of just the fruit. Yeah. It's one of these. Yeah. I, yeah. I can get that. Remember how earlier I said, I want to party with you sometime? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to maintain that. <laughs> Which is a, what we uh, shotgun slushies and eat lots of yogurt. Eating yogurt. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring the Danimals. Yeah, buddy. Guys, go got some healthy gut bacteria going on. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's fine. Like we said, it, it's more. Uh, I don't know. The, the the fruit is muted, but in comparison, like we home brewed a beer not too long ago that had blackberries in it. Mm-hmm. And that no way stands up to this. No, and all the fruit in this one. No. Well, you see, I don't own a Ford F one fifty to put all the required berries. Right. To get to that level, <laughs> I understand. That. <laughs> so yeah, it, it yeah it's comparable that way. But it it does not, I don't know. It does not stand out the way the other two's Mm-mm. did. Those two were absolutely next level. Yeah, and I think it has to do with the fruit too. Berries on their own, I feel like just are lighter in flavor next to a pineapple, next to a passion fruit. So to compare it, yeah, the one it's like in your face, passion fruit and pineapple, where mm-hmm. a berry can't hold up as much. I, I tried to make something like this, and I made speaking a, of gut bacteria. <laughs> oh, I, I made a, a kettle sour with uh, probiotics. That's what she was alluding to. <laughs> Wait, no, it was something else. <laughs> yeah. So, so in a three-gallon batch, I used two of those big uh, Vintners Reserve pureed raspberries mm-hmm. which okay. are like $25 mm-hmm. each <laughs> and with both of those in only three gallons it was nowhere near as fruity oh as no this. not at all yeah. wasn't as thick wasn't as in your face fruit also we'll put it out there it was expensive to make right mm-hmm. going back to that whole idea <laughs> that you're paying for material yeah I, I, and again maybe that's you know uh, with 450 North having ties to a cidery and a and a winery, they just might be getting good deals on their fruit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, when you're buying it, you know, half a ton at a right, time. Right, yeah. <laughs> they're going to cut you a break. Buy in bulk. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we all had that beer that uh, Eric uh, brewed because you had it at the home brew fest at a little beer tasting. Mm-hmm. See, plug, plug. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, but yeah, so yours, like, it was probably one of the thickest... Uh, like sours that I had had because I don't drink a lot of sours. So yours was the thickest sour until tonight. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was going for he was right, going yeah. for a slushy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely stood out from everything else that I'd had. But now that I've had like the inspiration, 
Uh, I'm sorry, Eric. It just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, yours is good, and I'll, I would drink yours again if you, you know, brewed again if you want to spend a hundred plus dollars right. on it. <laughs> I also uh, have no idea what the ABV of mine was. Oh, there you go. <laughs> True inspiration. Yeah. There you go. Stand outside of our house. Beer FOMO. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to a little bit of fun. And I have a game. Okay. For you guys to play as a team. Ooh. So it's three on one? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's we're 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 bringing back something that we did a long long time ago with uh Adam and the gang down at the Porter Brewery tours when they were still open. Yeah. Uh, remember we played the Oregon Trail. Ah, yes. Yes. Well, we're going to play the 450 North Trail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh you guys are going to play as a team. And I, it's a little bit of a trivia in knowing your directions and knowing breweries and knowing slushies, just knowing a lot of things. So you guys get to play as a team. But if you make a wrong step, one of you will die. Oh, and then yeah. you no longer get to participate. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So you guys will have to choose who, quote, unquote, dies and is off the 450 North Trail. <laughs> All right. If, if we you won't get, be dying of scurvy. No, no. we'll be dying of scurvy. <laughs> but dysentery, maybe. Dysentery, diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> These are all possible. Being lost in a corn maze. <laughs> These are all things that can happen to you on the 450 North Trail. <laughs> just Indiana things. Right, just Indiana things. So, uh, Meth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's trucker country, so yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll start you guys out with something easy, so... You get a sense of you know think, what you might be up against. Uh, East 450 North is the street that 450 North is on mm-hmm. in Columbus, Indiana. If you wanted to go to Platform to pick up some of their undercover Martian Berliner Weiss, which direction would you travel? This was the easy question. <laughs> this is so we're going from Columbus to Cleveland, so we're going to travel northeast. There you go. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. 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 There you go. You could also said Cincy or Columbus. Oh, all right. Columbus, Ohio. Ah. So that's it. I see what you did. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what the that's the travel destination you've made. You've gone from Columbus, Indiana to Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Um, I just want to be very specific. You are in Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> <Okay>. un- <All> right. <laughs> because that the undercover Martian was available in Cincinnati and Columbus, not Cleveland. Oh, okay. but it's still all east. Okay. I accepted east or northeast. Okay, but, yeah. But now you're in Columbus, Ohio, and you've picked up your undercover Martian. But now you're ready for another Berliner Weiss. But you have to find the closest one. So, are you going to go to Festus, Missouri? to pick up Maine and Mills Brewing Company's Triple Berry, or are you going to Richmond, Virginia, to get the answers, three scoops? I'm, I'm thinking, uh, all right, all right, team. Uh, which, is, <laughs> which is closer? I don't know. Missouri? Yeah, so Richmond, from here, what, that's four to five hours? Mm-hmm. So for Columbus, that's then seven hours? Right? Am I mathing correctly? I don't know Columbus to Missouri, though. Yeah. Columbus to Missouri is, I can tell you, Pittsburgh to the Mississippi is about nine hours. 
And so you subtract three hours for Pittsburgh to Columbus. That'll get you about six hours to the Mississippi. The problem is, I don't know where, what is it, Festus? I'll give you that it's outside of St. Louis. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> it's outside of St. Louis. All right. So I call it a six-hour drive for Columbus. Now, Columbus to <laughs> Richmond, six, I have no I idea. six to seven hours yeah, for so. Columbus <laughs> to Richmond. So Damn it. Didn't help us. Um, no, no, it didn't. <laughs> no, it did not. Are they more than 50 miles different? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're so All right. He was a coin to flip. I know. I'm guessing Missouri. Sure. Let's go to Missouri. Sure. Okay. So you're headed on your way from Columbus, Ohio, all the way to Festus, Missouri, to Maine and Mill Brewing. And you have traveled 451 miles, <laughs> which is less than the 477 miles that. <laughs> you would have taken to go to the answer in Richmond. That's so, so mean. Everybody's still alive. But are we? Yeah, we're, we're hanging on right now. Oh, don't worry. I'll get one of you on this one. <laughs> All right. So you are in Missouri now, and you know that Omar Nedlick is the one who invented slushies. Not slushy beers, but slushies themselves. Mm. And you know that where the slushy was invented is only one state away. <laughs> yeah, we totally know that. <laughs> uh, the slushy was invented in the 1950s in this state, and this state touches Missouri. What is the state you're going to travel to? <laughs> I can give you choices if you need them. Yeah. So the states that touch Missouri are... Oklahoma, Arkansas, Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, Illinois, Kentucky, and Tennessee. <laughs> Which of these states was the home of the slushy? When was it invented? In the 1950s, 60s. Well, that's a bit of a... <laughs> it, 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 he, he developed it because he owned a Dairy Queen. And as he was working at the Dairy Queen, he was also selling sodas out of the Dairy Queen. Mm, okay. But he didn't have a carbonation machine. So instead, he sold them semi-frozen. Uh-huh. Mm. Yes. No idea. Does, yeah. does that mean <laughs> he I'm was in the help. middle of nowhere and he didn't have carbonation? Or does that mean he was in a big city and he there were plenty of franchise opportunities? I don't know. My first guess was I appreciate Illinois. how much you're thinking about it. <laughs> this is serious as, business. As, I'm as someone that's going in with that's, just one. I mean, in terms that's of... pretty damn good logic. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, yeah, in terms of pure population, you've got Chicago, Yeah, which that's going to get you all sorts of possibilities there. But if you, say if you're managing a Dairy Queen in Chicago, you would think somebody would be able to come out and fix your soda machine. Oh, not if the mafia is involved. He's trying to throw us off. Huh? <laughs> not if the mafia is involved. <laughs> this is post-prohibition, isn't it? <laughs> or is it more Southern, thinking of, like, heat, mm. people that would want a slushy because it'd be frozen? Like, I'm thinking about Chicago being windy and cold. Do you want the slushy? But also, I'm thinking more into it when really I think <laughs> one of us is dying. I, that's a guarantee. <laughs> I, I don't know, Arkansas? Yeah. I don't know, hey, man. If that's what you want to say. Yeah, I'll, I'll sacrifice you, I'll myself. You up. No, no, I'm no, yeah, I'm leaving the it's train. Further south, it was probably hotter and people wanted frozen drinks more. But yeah, let's do it. We're going Arkansas. Okay. 
So I'm going to need you to deliberate on who's off the Oregon Trail. <laughs> because you want to drop the AR off of that. <laughs> really? It was developed in Coffeyville, Kansas. Oh, well, how did we not know that? I don't know. How did you that not know that? That was my next guess. We're, ta- <laughs> we're talking slushies. I was like... That was like my fifth guess. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly didn't even remember that was on the list. <laughs> as far as I know, Coffeyville is in the middle, and especially we're talking 1950s Kansas. That's got to be in the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe he didn't get soda, <laughs> the soda stream as Eric was, uh, you know, logicking. So, well, guys, I'll sacrifice myself so I can have some more of this berry blast. Oh. <laughs> She is smart. I know, right? <laughs> Should have kept her on the team. <laughs> Nikki has died of FOMO. <laughs> Literally, that's going to be on my tombstone one day. <laughs> All right, then. Adam and Eric. Yes. Part of the development of the slushy was the machines for the slushy slash icy mm-hmm. were actually built in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. So traveling from Coffeyville, Kansas to Dallas, Texas, you want to get another Berliner Weiss. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Which of, of these breweries are you going to pick a Berliner Weiss up at? As in, it's available. Okay. Which of these breweries has a Berliner Weiss available in Dallas, Texas? Deep Ellum. St. Arnold, Community Beer Company, or Blue Owl? The only one I have ever heard of is Blue Owl. And I but think we had a stout there. That's from there. one more than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad I'm dead because I totally know. <laughs> no, I actually don't. Dead, oh. people, <laughs> dead people don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink more of this berry blast. <laughs> I chose poorly last time. I, I'm, here in, I'm guessing... Uh, you said St. Arnold? Yeah. I said that was one of them. That, that is my guess. Totally at random. Adam, do you concur? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to need you guys to pick who is <laughs> off the 450 North Trail. <laughs> Which I'll, one was it? It is the Community Beer Company. Their Berliner Berry is actually releasing rather soon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Deep Ellum is out of Dallas, Texas, but they do not have a Berliner Vice that they are currently serving and the one that they used to serve is no longer in production. Okay. None from them. St. Arnold is out of Houston. Oh. So not Dallas. <laughs> and Blue Owl, a well-known sour brewery, mm-hmm. is out of Austin. Ow. <laughs> uh, never mind. Right. Okay. Yes. I'm out. I don't know. I I, I guessed it. You're the that well, you're the guest. Fault. So I, I I have to let you go. You got this, Eric. <laughs> While I go over to this can of Berry Blaster. Join me in FOMO. Yes. <laughs> Adam has died of sacrificing himself. <laughs> All right. I will take the wagon and make it into a raft. Let's go. Okay. Well, you're going to need that raft because we're pulling into the port of New Orleans. Heading from Dallas, which is about a nine-hour drive. Is it 450 miles away? Uh, sure. I don't know. <laughs> But if you've ever been to New Orleans, then you know they are very well known for their daiquiris and other frozen drinks that technically would be more slushy than daiquiri, but it's all full of booze. I need you to tell me, which bar are you going to go to to get the oldest uh, frozen drink? Uh, I totally went there. Yeah. What is it called? 
I, I, I feel like I went there too. It, is that the place that just has a whole wall? Of yeah, it's just slushy machine, uh, and it's I'll, all sugar. I will, yeah. I will give you, uh, I will give you two choices on this. Okay. You can go to Fat Tuesdays, home of New Orleans' original daiquiris and their famous 190 octane, or you can go to Tropical Isle for their hand grenade. Oh, I don't, uh. <laughs> can, can we go to both just because? Oh, yeah, we can go to both. And then we go to Pat O'Brien's and get a hurricane. Yes. <laughs> hurricane not frozen. Oh, no, that's it's just I on went. ice. Pat O'Brien's. That, that sounds familiar. I'm, I'm going to uh, say that hand grenade sounds too new. That sounds like something a new, newer oh. place would do. So I'm going to... Pick the first one. What was that? Fat Tuesdays, New <laughs> Fat Orleans, Tuesdays. original daiquiri. Yeah. And Derek gets to survive. Hey! <laughs> but the New Orleans original daiquiri company was formed in 1983 hmm. is when they began selling daiquiris on the streets <laughs> out of stalls. And as you were talking about, they eventually transformed to just having a wall of frozen nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Tropical Isle hand grenade, though, was first uh, served in 1984. Oh, a yeah. lot closer. A lot closer, yeah. yeah. And it was basically part of uh, the New Orleans World Fair. It was developed at... New Orleans hosted a World's Fair? Yeah, I guess so, in 1984. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. Or they just had their own World Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's kind of the uh, origins of that. And then the Pat O'Brien's hurricane is served over ice, and that was from the 40s. Mm-hmm. I just like hurricanes. Because they're delicious. <laughs> yes. Do they still do World's Fairs? Is that a dumb question? I don't when, think they do. When did they stop? It's not a dumb question because I don't know the answer. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Right. I don't know this. I'm All right, listeners, uh, <laughs> message us back at Hop Nation USA uh, with the answer to that. Uh, <laughs> thanks. At gmail.com. <laughs> Who had the last World Fair? <laughs> yeah. All right. Your final destination, Eric. Oregon. No. Uh, what, where is this trail going? <laughs> we're going to we're going to an ending spot, but you got to tell me which is the right city to end in. All right. Mm. So, Doug Dozark of Cycle Brewing is credited with brewing and developing this state style of vice beer. I want you to tell me what city Cycle Brewing is in. Is it in St. Petersburg, Athens, Myrtle Beach, or Berlin? What's the guy's name again? Doug Dozark. Don't get hung up on the fact that it sounds like Ozark. (laughs) (laughs) And these are all U.S. cities. So it's like Berlin, Ohio, or is it Berlin? Berlin, PA. Yeah, Berlin, (laughs) Berlin, PA. It's a throw off, really. I mean, (laughs) Uh, it's a it's a the style is named after the state it's in. That's why I'm giving you cities. Oh, can you repeat them again? St. Petersburg, Athens, Myrtle Beach or Berlin. Where in the hell did you come up with this question? I got a lot of time myself. <laughs> this is a ridiculous question. I, I'm I'm going with Athens, and it's like a Georgian sour or something. Georgian sour. Yeah. It also could be an Ohatian sour. There is an Athens, Ohio. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this is tough. I I have no idea, but Georgia. Okay. And unfortunately, Eric, you've dropped the ball and died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. There is a style of beer called the Florida Weiss. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah. The Florida oh. Vice. Yeah. Uh, the Florida Vice is typically brewed 50-50 with wheat and regular malts. It's uh, a tart, you know, Berliner Vice, essentially. And it is particularly aged on fruits grown in Florida. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it's a mark. It's it's a marketing thing, but there it is a style, quote unquote. And I assume the glass is rimmed with cocaine. Sure, <laughs> in, at least in Miami. Well, we're talking St. Petersburg, but <laughs> the Miami version, yes. <laughs> your your trip would have ended in St. Petersburg, Florida, home of Cycle Brewing, uh, and the originator Doug Dozark. Okay, in his Florida Vice beers. Nice. Yes, that's so neat. That was your slushy Vice Trail. From 450 North. We all dead. Yes, you're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But hopefully somebody at home isn't, and they played along, and they knew all the answers. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> including that <laughs> including that the slushy was invented in Kansas. <laughs> I will never not remember that now. I know. Yeah, it's like learning that uh, Rubens were invented in Nebraska. And the average gestation period for a wombat is 20 days. Yeah. One of those things you're never going to forget. <laughs> Wombat's wild as fuck. They poop square. <laughs> See, there's another one. <laughs> and now you know. And I know that uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this berry blaster. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, That's all we have to say about it. Yeah. It good beer. Yeah. We can take it to the podium. I'm, I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready. If you're, <laughs> if you're chomping at the bit, have at it. Okay. Uh, very easily... Of these drinks that we had tonight, uh, very easily, though, I can say that I'm going to put Jungle Juice Bronze. I mean, I, I liked it. I like them all tonight. It's just uh, that one was a little more sour than everything else. And it also didn't have the coconut flavor that I was looking for. So it failed me twice. <laughs> it's That's bronze. But it's still fine and it's still drinkable. Uh, second place in the silver I'm going to give to the Berry Blaster. I liked it, but it, flavor-wise, it still was a little more muted compared to the other ones. And again, all those goddamn berries in there—you <laughs> can't really pull any one out. Like I, I get, I get hints of blueberry and blackberry as the dominant ones. Strawberry is such a hard flavor to ever pull off, and like getting it on its own is the best way to do it. So I didn't really notice it. Boysenberry. Eh, mm. Does anybody really know what a boysenberry tastes like? I don't need Absolutely it. I hop not. enough. Nope. <laughs> I don't need it. I hop enough to know. So <laughs> I know they got the syrup there, but mm. uh, but otherwise, yeah, still fine. It's still drinkable, and it isn't. Uh, we mentioned how it has a little bit of dryness on the tongue, so it's a little less sweet than the other ones that we had, and it's you know it, it's more drinkable that way. But I'm gonna give gold to the peach rings because. It calls it shot. <laughs> it says we taste like peach rings, and then it does. So, yeah, it's perfect that way. And also just because a lot of time peach beers are very hard to get the peach flavor to come out. Like there's only been two that I can think of that really had the peach flavor that I was looking for. You know what? Maybe three. What's the third one? Cellar Works. Okay. I believe Cellar Works did a peach smoothie for Fresh Fest last year. I think you're correct. Mm. Yes. And that one had a lot of good peach flavor on it as well. Mm. So Cellar Works, North Country, and 450 North. Those are the only peach beers that I've had <laughs> that had the proper amount of peach flavor in it. And that's where we're at. So Eric, Nikki, you guys can fight it out. I can go. Do uh, so for bronze for me, 
it's hard because I like them all. I like fruit in general. So I think I'm giving it bronze maybe because I've already had it several times. So for me, the peach rings is going to be bronze. Ooh. Again, I've I've had it so many times. So I think that's why it just wasn't my jam tonight. I was more excited about other things, but it's still awesome. And again, not artificial. It tastes very fresh peach and I've highly rated it in the past. Again, I just think that standing up to two I've never had, it just came in at bronze. Silver for me would be the Berry Blaster for many of the same reasons. The nose right off the bat, it was muted and you couldn't pick out one thing from it. And then that's how the taste was. It's not bad. There is definitely berry, but I would have liked to see more variety. And then I love passion fruit. <laughs> how many times? <laughs> who's keeping count? How many times I've said that tonight? I love passion fruit. So for me, jungle juice all the way was my gold because I love passion fruit. <laughs> you could say you have a passion ah. for it. Ooh, you might say that. <laughs> but for me... I would have loved coconut and maybe it, it was a December release. So maybe the coconut was there. Mm. True. Maybe trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> maybe next time I get jungle juice, I'll buy a little like coconut. I don't know. Puree or something and some add just sunscreen. a little dab. Yeah. <laughs> some sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. Just some essence of coconut. Oh yeah. Some, what's well, a, uh, what's that? It's like Rico, like coconut cream. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cream of coconut or something yeah, that you make pina coladas with. Just yeah, just put bit. coconut milk in it. <laughs> yeah, I could do coconut milk. Uh, milk. I don't yeah. know how that would. Milk I, don't, beer. I don't know. Doesn't I don't, matter. <laughs> I don't like this idea anymore. Back to the passion fruit. <laughs> Back to the passion fruit. That's my gold. Thank you. Eric? I would put the Berry Blaster Slushy XL in last place bronze it it's still good uh it's just not quite as in your face as the other two and that in your faceness is what makes these beers so interesting it's it's always fun sharing these with people who haven't had them because they're not like a lot of things on the shelves mm -hmm. uh you just can't find this style uh second place is jungle juice slushy xl it is very good but I just like peach flavoring uh, more than any other fruit flavor. So peach rings takes gold for me. It's one I wouldn't mind having again and again. The other ones, I I like trying the new ones and they have fun cans. But if they had peach rings every time, I would buy peach rings every time. <laughs> <laughs> so right on. Eric's calling for a staple, a flagship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, for me, uh, we've said this all through the episode. All these beers are good. There's not a bad one in the bunch. Drinks are good. Drink All the drinks are good. <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Uh, but let's be honest. These are all circus trick fun times. Uh, they're all super fruity. If you're looking for any semblance of hop, look elsewhere in the 450 North lineup. You ain't getting it here. Uh, in the bronze medal position, I am going to put the Berry Blaster. Uh I think the big thing for me was that little bit of just a, a hint of the dryness on the back end. 
uh, kind of took it away from me a little bit. Not a much, not enough for me to not enjoy it. Let's be honest. I'd still drink this beer all the way through if I had the opportunity to. So it was. It, I'm getting down into into minutia to get these these rankings. Uh, but unfortunately, Barry Blaster has got to pull up on the bronze medal. In the silver medal, I'm actually going to put the peach rings. I really like that beer. I thought it was really, really good. They hit the spot perfectly with the fresh peach taste to it. I really liked it. I would definitely drink it again. Uh, however, the jungle juice I thought was just a little bit better. It had a little bit more sourness to it. Uh, and I like a sour, the sour side of the Berliner Weisses. And you have that sourness and you have all that fruit taste and the fruit fruit puree. That's a tough one to get around. Uh, and that just, to me, that worked just a little bit better than the peach ring. So Jungle Juice, gold medal, lock it in. Okay. I think we all had different rankings. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We all had different rankings. But I guess we all still agree that the drinks were good. So mm-hmm. whatevs. I would definitely look forward to drinking more, yes. and I really, really still want to get my hands on some of the marshmallow slushy. Yeah, I would like to know how and what the hell that. <laughs> they go fast. I'm that sure is, that is a sleepover. Yeah, I don't have that time or money. <laughs> mule, Andy, mule. are you listening? <laughs> I need a mule. Uh, in the meantime, though, Nikki, why don't you give plugs for a little beer tasting? Tell everybody what's going on that way in case they missed it last week. Okay, thanks. So last week I was on the show talking about Little Beer Tasting Club. So we meet at Patrick's Pub in Moon Township roughly the third Tuesday of every month for a little beer tasting. It's six four-ounce pours. And it's $14 in advance on Eventbrite or 17 at the door if it is not sold out, as some months do sell out. And you can find us on Facebook, a little beer tasting group, or on Instagram, a underscore little underscore beer underscore tasting. I don't know if you need the underscores, but technically it's in our name. So you can find us there. We have a website, a little tasting.com. You can find us there. Am I missing anything? Uh, you guys haven't started up on the Twitter yet. We technically had a Twitter, and I just I just don't want to keep it active. I, don't know, I understand. Start a new I, one. I, I don't know Twitter. I don't have a Twitter, so. No, no, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Not everybody has Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I just know it was there, but it's a generally dead account. So if you come across it, don't interact with it. <laughs> yeah, if you come across our Twitter, I don't know the login. I don't know how to use Twitter, so... Contact me another way, please. Yeah. But yes, uh, you know, we were we were just there for the February tasting. You guys had some good beer. Uh I enjoyed the IPAs. Mm. The, the fact that you yes. had IPAs. <laughs> Three of them. Nah, I'm not counting the well, one. Well the but. Sa- yeah, the sour <laughs> there were supposed to be three until one kicked. Yeah. Uh but you also had some Trogues Mad Elf. So Which that, everybody loves. Yeah, so uh, that's encouragement for people to come <laughs> to the March tasting because, yes, <laughs> the beers are good. They were good this last yeah. month. I was Well, March is going to be a distributor event. So a distributor is going to come in and showcase the beers they want to put out there right now. So okay. I won't have much okay. of a say. Tom won't have much of a say. But we think it's great to 
have a connection with distributors. So March is going to be a distributor event. Maybe they'll have swag. Yeah, swag. Neat. Prizes. They should have swag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I once got, got Terrapin swag just from walking into a bar. So if, if a distributor's showing up, they should just <laughs> have something. Stickers. Who cares? <laughs> but uh, if you want to find us, though, on the social media... All you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We do all three, sort of, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, kind of. Mostly just Twitter. But uh, if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then just search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or all of them. It's just all of them. I can't find one that we're not on. Yeah. And if I find it, I put us on there. <laughs> make it happen. That's right. I put us on Laughable, and that's a mostly comedy podcast. And hey, we got jokes. Yeah, we got yeah. some jokes. So <laughs> I was like, that's good enough. We're there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five star review because we are a 6% ABV show, but they only independently test us at five. <laughs> the jokes. See? Joke. <laughs> Good joke. Funny joke. <laughs> that's why we're unlaughable. That's right. But uh yeah, that's uh that's all I have. Uh, I want to thank Nikki and Eric for sharing their their reserves of mm-hmm. their drinks. Thanks a lot for <laughs> it. was called a beard again. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for having us again. Again. I we love sharing beers, so to break open some of our slushies with some friends was really nice. Right on, yeah. yeah. Welcome um, back anytime. Yeah, we'll we'll once you guys get some I will marshmallow. Hold you to that, <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah, once you guys get some marshmallow, you're free to oh, come back. On. <laughs> oh. More jokes, I see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all. And uh, next week, I believe we're gonna have Ryan from Field by Hops back on. Yes, looking and forward to that. He'll have something special planned for us. So look forward to that next week. And then we have some other things planned as well, but I'm not telling. So bye. (laughs) 